Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Under the radar. You're listening to Money FM 89.3, and it's now time for Under the Radar with me, Chua Tian Tian. The acquiring talent and the fast growing consumer market of ASEAN, that's what we are going to talk about in this segment today. With over 5,100 branches across 60 countries around the world, our guest is leading workforce solutions company, Adeco. The Switzerland based firm provides a comprehensive range of workforce solutions and consulting services, which includes junior to mid level talent talent acquisition, outsourcing, as well as jobs training and reskilling. Closer to home, Adeco has a strong presence in major markets within ASEAN, such as Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand and Vietnam. Take Singapore, for instance. The Fortune 500 company established its presence in 1985 and currently helps over 1,400 people in new careers each year. Now, with ASEAN as a trade bloc being one of the top five economies in the world, what will this mean in terms of staffing needs and what growth opportunities does this present for ADECO? And how is the firm upskilling workers to navigate structural changes in major ASEAN economies? Well, for more, let's speak to B2 Genj, SVP and Head of ASEAN at ADECO. A B2 Welcome to the show. Thanks, Tian Tian, and thanks for the very nice introduction as well. Great to have you on board. And uh, B2F briefly talked about how Adeco is this um, sort of recruitment workforce solutions firm providing a range of solutions. Uh, how would you describe your value proposition and business model then? Um, well, the Adeco Group is, as you mentioned, the world's leading talent advisory and workforce solutions company. Um, we are driven by a very powerful purpose, which is making the future work for everyone. So our services is helping people, helping job seekers fulfill and exceed their potential, building employability and obviously a sustainable employability and connecting people with such opportunities. Uh, As you mentioned, we were founded uh, in Switzerland and established in Singapore in 1985. So very strong uh, foundation we are talking here. And we're providing a comprehensive array of uh, workforce solutions and consulting services, which includes junior to mid-level talent acquisition, temporary and contract staffing, outsourcing, field sales and marketing roles, and payroll requirements as well. And I believe ADECO specializes in meeting staffing needs in a wide range of industries, a bit ranging from accounting and finance all the way to life sciences, even supply chain and logistics. Is there a particular sector of focus for ADECO right now, say, for instance, tech talent? Um, I wouldn't say there is. We do operate in a matrix model. Uh, so we try to represent each sector uh, and uh, uh, the verticals under those sectors as well. Uh, I think each industry presents its unique challenges, but there are pockets of opportunities as well. Uh, Our recruiters are specialized in their respective sectors and where they are well-versed with the specific demands and requirements. For instance, we have observed a growing demand for skills related to sustainability as companies are increasingly prioritizing this in, in their objective uh, business objectives, but there remains a steady demand for IT professionals in sectors like finance, banking, even though there has been a slowdown in tech and IT hirings uh, in the first half of the year, we do still see a strong demand in those areas. Professional skills in cybersecurity, uh, in JavaScript, C and Python are also some of the roles that we see that are in demand. Mm. And let's take a step back and uh, look at your geographical presence within ASEAN and B2. 
I believe ADECO is present in major ASEAN markets, including Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand, and Vietnam. Uh, which is the most important market for ADECO financially then? Um, well, it's too difficult to specify one certain market because all markets have their opportunities and challenges as well. Um, the good thing with our footprint across ASEAN is that uh, we can bring our best practices and expertise across multiple countries. Uh, but there are varying economic impacts and uh, like exchange rates, making direct comparisons across Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand and Vietnam. The, that wouldn't be very straightforward to make. Um, for instance, Thailand, after the pandemic, uh, have seen a huge increase in uh, field sales and marketing roles, the retail roles, which is doubled with the tourism uh, over there. And Vietnam has been very popular and in demand for uh, tech and startups, I would say. ASEAN is a regional block, as we know, with over 600 million people. And we're talking about abundant human capital there, if we could phrase it that way. But the workforce is also... um, according to the ASEAN briefing, and I'm quoting here, spread across different levels of the developmental spectrum. So some manufacturing-based economies like Vietnam and Thailand, they seem to be driven by efficiency and competitively priced labor. Others seem to be innovation-driven. And you mentioned that Vietnam is a growing hotspot for startups. What are the human capital needs then of the different markets that you're in right now? Um, well, I think some very important area to highlight over here is the ASEAN region was one of the most youthful populations globally. And that's that's a unique opportunity with almost 32% of the 600 million people uh, being under age 19. Um, when we look at other markets, uh, the aging population is becoming a threat. So that is a very important opportunity that, that we should look into. And what does this mean for us? It's, it's a promising avenue for businesses and countries to harness the potential within this talent pool. Uh, this is a resource of fresh, innovative, intellectual capabilities, and they could effectively complement uh, the workforce, of course. Moving forward, I would say each country within ASEAN must ex- expand this perspective beyond the local markets and embrace an innovative and maybe an adaptable approach to leveraging on this talent uh, potential, which would then contribute to forthcoming the economic uh, expansions. Um, if we were to look into countries, I would say in Singapore, it it's, it's known for its innovation-driven economy, very well known for banking and healthcare hub in the region. And it's attractive to businesses and FDI with strong manufacturing, advanced manufacturing especially, due to export demands and e-commerce presence. But when we look at Malaysia, it's working towards becoming a high-income and a knowledge-based economy. The human capital over there needs are almost similar to what we see in Singapore, which is more around project management, data analytics, digital skills are some of those that are in demand. Vietnam on its own has positioned itself as a manufacturing hub, as you mentioned as well. And human capital needs uh, often revolve around skilled and semi-skilled labor, I would say, and professionals in logistics and supply chain management. And Thailand, the other country in the ASEAN region, other than being strong in manufacturing sectors such as automotive and FMCG, which we've been seeing, uh, it has also been making a lot of efforts to expand its renewable energy sector. Uh, and human capital needs are very similar to Vietnam. I, we can see 
quite a few parallels over there, ranging from semi-skilled to skilled professionals. Mm. And uh, what does that mean for Adeco in terms of your talent acquisition strategy? I know you mentioned about the different verticals and the different types of jobs that are in demand, but what about the mm-hmm. ability of ability of firms to pay, perhaps? How does that influence the amount of investments you put into the different markets? Um, well, we have been uh, over 20 years in, in all of these markets. So I wouldn't say it's a new investment that we do. But of course, with the changing demands in the workforce, in the way we work and our, our workplaces as well, we are shifting how we operate in those countries with further investments. I think investments are more around uh, digitalization and tech uh, because AI is really helping uh, recruitment agencies like us to uh, solidify some of those existing uh, business models and shorten the time spent uh, just to make sure that there is a bigger uh, you know, uh, approach to a, a wider uh, source of human capital. Um, at ADECO, we cover 360 scope for talent uh, advisory and workforce solutions. Uh, so uh, we, would, we would see how we want to increase our presence in those markets, bring efficiencies and also uh, tap onto those untapped uh, markets and human capital just to make sure that we bring that uh, workforce with the demand to help organizations strive and continue growth. If you're just tuning in, we're now speaking to B2 Genj, SVP and Head of ASEAN at ADECO. And in the meantime, uh, B2, several ASEAN economies or several ASEAN countries like Vietnam and Thailand, they are seeing structural changes to their economies in tandem with uh, FDI and flux, of course. Uh, how will demand for your training and recruitment services change in the various ASEAN uh, markets as firms start to move up the value chain? Mm-hmm. I'd like to maybe take a step back here for a wider business environment, such as the economic conditions, technological advancements, the skills gap that we observe, diversity and inclusion regulations, and compliance. I mean, remote work, flexibility, globalization, these are all impacts to the talent markets and the workforce solutions industry. I think our industry plays a very crucial role in the broader business and economic environment by facilitating the matching of the talent with the job opportunities. That's how we innovate and evolve with these changes in those markets and the wider business environment is really crucial for us. If I may give an example over there, the state of economy significantly impacts, of course, our industry uh, on, 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 you know, uh, as, as other industries as well. During the periods of economic growth, uh, companies do tend to expand and hire more, uh, which, of course, leads to an increasing demand for recruitment services. However, when there is a slowdown uh, or, or an economic downturn, then companies do look into reducing their workforce and um, uh, organizations like us help them uh, mitigate the risk through the business structure where we provide them the flexibility to hire and then also uh, have the impact of the slowdown with uh, hiring less or maybe focusing on contract roles. Mm. And looking in totality, what is the growth trajectory looking like for ADECO here in ASEAN? Um, well, our adaptability and our innovative mindset enables us to stay really synced with these trends and effectively collaborate.
collaborate with our networks. We are super positive with our growth trajectory in this region. Mm. And in the meantime, uh, Biju, I understand you were at an ASEAN conference organized by the Singapore Business Federation, where you talk about how ADECO is also aiming to reshape the future, drive innovation and sustainability through uh, human capital creation. Tell us more about that and where do you see ADECO value adding in this regard? Um, well, it was really a very insightful uh, organization that ADECO attended. Uh, and uh, it's, uh, SPF has been organizing the ASEAN conference since 2015, uh, which uh, features high-level speakers not only from Singapore, but from other ASEAN uh, countries as well. And they are offering insights to the dynamic uh, development of the region itself. Uh, this year's theme was around forging a digital and sustainable ASEAN. Uh, this year's event, which was last Thursday, uh, I spoke to an audience about 400 plus participants. Uh, and as a valued partner to many businesses, candidates, as well as associates, uh, on how we conduct our business, advise and educate our networks and contribute to the community is, is always important for us. Uh, I'd like to highlight three points here that will be different from the usual items such as wages, hybrid working, uh, mental well-being, which was also discussed during the ASEAN conference. The first one is the paradigm shift in the way organizations approach hiring and development. And this is this is crucial. Uh, we do see uh, the, the, the evolving uh, landscape of the job market and uh, the pandemic has just doubled the pace over there. Uh, the mindset of the employees' qualifications are sufficient to guarantee success in a role that has been challenged. Um, we do see a big shift on skills-based hiring versus qualifications. And there is a traditional insistence on sticking to uh, those uh, conventional job descriptions uh, and uh, the requirements. And these are no longer attainable in today's dynamic and rapidly changing business environment. So I highly recommend that organizations to revisit their job descriptions, look at what are some of those skills required rather than those qualifications that we usually post. So that's that's one point. The second is around sustainable development. I think businesses should work towards integrating really sustainable practices into the talent attraction and the development of those strategies as well. We need to foster awareness around ESG. We need to foster a culture of innovation and entrepreneurship. I would say we should allow employees to form teams to work on projects, really bring out uh, you know, the, the, the innovation that they have, the creativity that they have, and encourage them to generate and share ideas in a bigger audience, which would eventually in the long run help organizations in their sustainability uh, strategies. Mm. And before we let you go, B2, what are some future plans for ADECO and what can we look forward to here in Singapore for the rest of this year? Thanks, Tian Tian. Um, well, I would uh, refrain from providing any specifics, but we have started to plan our uh, three-year plans and strategy for the rest of the year. This is the budget season for many of the MNCs, as you might know. Um, so I would say I think we will continue to see ADECO's high level of involvement in thought leadership events, uh, recruitment activities in Singapore and in ASEAN, uh, where we help organizations tap onto that wide range of talent and skills and not only focus on qualifications we also do see a lot of movement around reskilling and upskilling where we also take part uh, since we have a 
big range of uh, associates that are working with us. Uh, and we see that as a, uh, you know, a crucial milestone to help uh, build a sustainable employable for everyone. Mm. Exciting days indeed. Thanks a lot, B2. That was B2 Genj, SVP and Head of ASEAN at ADECO. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.